This podcast is presented by Steak Sauce Media. Grab a joint, drop the veil, and cruise the multiverse with the Chronic Gals. Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals Just two best buds and they're very best pals Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree So grab a joint and just fuck with me Hey! Hi everybody! <laughs> Welcome back to the Chronic Gals Podcast I'm Riley And I'm Ashleen And welcome to The Cozy Corner The Cozy Corner we are doing a different style podcast today. Mm-hmm. We are like in the middle of a bunch of different project projects. As I look to my right, there's like garage sale being formed. Yep. So <laughs> we decided to do an old favorite pastime of ours and view some TikTok videos. And talk about them. And talk about them. TikTok's fun. TikTok is fun. I feel like you were really resistant to TikTok for I a while. Was. I was so and resistant. And then when you finally gave in, you like went super deep. I did. I still have, I'm like shall- a shallow TikTok user, but I yeah. kind of want to get into like making more videos. Yeah. And I've heard that like the TikTok creator tools are way better than Instagram Reels like video yeah. editor and stuff. So I don't know. I have to figure out more, like, play with the video creation more, but I definitely see the Chronic Gals on TikTok. Like, we mm. already have a TikTok, and I'm doing promos there, and kind of like a half-ass half, 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 oh job. <laughs> job doing it, um, but I think the more, we have, like, a, we're, we have a plan. Yeah, we have a plan. We have a plan we have of a getting plan. onto TikTok, but yeah, no. It's I, one of the projects. It's it one is, of the yeah. many projects that's moving. Exactly. But yeah, I really enjoy TikTok just for the mind, ex- like escapism mm-hmm. of it all. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like my, I've been having a super busy two August. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And yesterday, two, <laughs> two weeks and all of August. And yesterday, I was like one of the first days off that we didn't have anything planned on purpose. And we were, we were like, could thinking about going to the rodeo that was going on at the Clark County fair. Cause Warren's a rodeo guy and he's always <laughs> talking about us going to rodeos, but we both were like, no, let's just stay in, not do anything and just chill, which was so necessary. So he watched the offer on Paramount. It's about, was that good? Yeah, I was on TikTok, but he was really, really liking it. The Godfather is one of his favorite books, and he has, like, an original copy of it. So it was cool to, like... So the offer is about the Godfather, the offer that was made to create the Godfather, and then all of, like, the spider web around kind of what the Godfather did to, like, the Italian-American community. And so I wasn't really listening or paying attention to it but warren was really into it and it, i just love the the main guy who was in top gun and i don't know what his name is but i love him he's in he is working his ass off and it's like yeah. good for you um the vibe of it all it was like in the 60s and 70s so it was just like cool so very visually pleasing it was really good for something on the background awesome but then i for like 8 hours <laughs> just scrolled on tiktok and it was 
it was just the thing I needed. It was glorious. It was everything I ever wanted in a day. <laughs> That's great. I'm so glad you got to experience all that. Yeah. But I love seeing the TikTok or like seeing videos and then thinking of people and then sending those videos to the people I think about when I think of when I watch the video. So if you are like, if you are receiving TikToks from me, just know that I am thinking about you <laughs> always. Ooh. Kind of cat pissy. Yeah. So I am grinding up some sour sundae from Zaz, which I have never tried Zaz before. And they were, I picked them up at Craft Cannabis on Andreessen. And they said that they were a pretty new uh, farm to them. Mm. But I like the, I think it was $40 for an eighth, I think. 42 maybe. And uh, the they have the genetics as like their... A uh, sticker, sticker that keeps the jar closed, but it says "Ultra Sour" by Sunday Driver, so you get to see the genetics on there. You're trying to close it, kind of. There we go. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Can't wait to try it. it. Do you know anything else about it? Nope. Nice. It smell. It does smell like cat piss, <laughs> but it's very like frosty. Yeah. Very excited to try it. So, yeah, so TikTok videos, I, if you want to be on the TikTok video. I have to say, I love being on the receiving end of the videos that you send me. I'm glad. Like, I mean, obviously we're interested in a lot of the <laughs> same things anyway, but they're always like super on point and they are, they make you think. Like, yeah. I feel like TikTok got really big because of the TikTok dances and like, I don't know, food recipes and stuff. But TikTok really has a niche for everything. Yeah. And so the conspiracy slash spiritual talk niche, I love these people's brains. I know so me too. sending them. I know me too. And yeah, it's never even ever like, uh, you need to watch this now. If you, if it's a video that you need to watch now, I will get it to you in a more direct way. I will text <laughs> it to you. But, um, and yeah, it's like fun to just like scroll through what your friends send you as like your own little personal algorithm, exactly. you know, but yeah, if you guys want to be on the Chronic Gals video receiving, that'll be fun. Like Can't you do close like private friends? groups? Yeah, close friends. Yeah, hit me up on TikTok on the Chronic Gals. It's TikTok Chronic Gals. Oh. Mm, underscore on. podcast, something like that. Maybe. I think Instagram recently. I think Instagram recently started doing um like cr close friends groups. Yeah, that. But I was going to say uh, subscriptions. So you can do like premium content on Instagram for some creators now, I think. Ooh. That's something to look into. Right? You might have to be like one of the f ones that they roll it out to first. Yeah. Yeah. So on TikTok, we are at Chronic Gals. So, oh my God, we're not getting in. Evan, producer Ev is on the first for you page. But um, yeah, so today what we're doing, we're going to keep it light. We're just going to get high. We're going to go through some TikTok videos of the ones that I've sent to the Chronic Gals in, or TikTok profile. Ooh, that hits like immediately. Uh, ooh, it's really, I really enjoyed that. The flavor, I mean, my bong is dirty. I should have cleaned the bong water and maybe we need a new lighter. Mm 
How long will she try it? So bubbly. Ooh. Yeah, but it kind of hits you pretty immediately. I like it. I like this. I can't even describe how, how it feels right now. <coughs> and that's probably a testament to its effect. <coughs> Boing. That is nice. Yeah. Zaz. We'll have to find out more about that brand. Yeah. Love okay. It. Oh so yeah, that does hit you in the face. Right? Like boom. Yeah. Really fast. Okay, so the way that we're gonna do this podcast, yeah, we're just gonna play the video and then we're gonna respond to the video. Um and we're just gonna get high. So pack your bowls, roll your joints, make yourself a, a little weed cocktail. Let's get into some TikTok folks. Whoop whoop. All right, this one is from at Compton's World. And these are going to be like all over the place. Yeah. Well, let's just, I don't, I will also say <laughs> that I usually scroll TikTok with my partner Warren when we're like smoking weed in the car. So it's like, we're like in high, a high state of being. <laughs> so the algorithm is also very stoned. Yes. And we're into weird shit. I mean, obviously, if you've been here before, yeah. you know what this is. Okay. Compton's world. Here we go. So the shamanic view on certain cases of ADHD, autism, the highly sensitive person, and the gifted child are due to a more highly vibratory spirit coming into a nervous system that isn't trained and conditioned into being able to wield this energy. The overactive mind, the intense creative ability, the emotional depth, this all comes from a soul that has lived a lot of lives and has deepened, but is coming into a world that is not awakened to these things and teaches regurgitative behavior and the pursuit of another's dream. So the collective egoic psychology that's imprinted into our nervous system needs to be soothed with spiritual practice and the caretaking of the body so that this energy can flow through us and animate our articulation of this knowingness and manifest the highest extent of our artistic expression. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm 100% on board with that. Yeah. And I know that, I don't know the specifics, but I know in the human design system, they address um, people you know, neurodivergent or even like like heavily autistic people in the rave mandala system and i don't know a lot about it but i know that it basically kind of says this thing where it's like these people just have a completely different view of the world than everybody else and it's not good or bad or anything wrong with them it's like literally how they were contracted to be here mm -hmm. and they just have a higher vibrational view of things mm -hmm. and now he's talking more about like you're able to kind of you're less with like severely autistic people for mm -hmm. example wouldn't be necessarily be able to do spiritual practices in order to you know change their perception but of maybe. the world but maybe yeah you know like true. we don't know like what if we like did a it's test true. about sound healing totally and like you know frequency waves yeah. and like cryotherapy yeah. that's so true who knows like all of these other like woo woo types of healing modalities like what if that would help in some type of a way right that's yeah, interesting that's so interesting because i bet well because like with i don't know i'm disclaimer right not <laughs> not health mental health 
professionals or anything in the psychology world right. or anything. Two stoners yeah. thinking about the world. Yeah. But like <laughs> highly autistic people, it's a lot of like sensory overload. Right. So I'm thinking if like if it sounds sensory putting headphones on with like nice good frequency bio, bio, bio beats yeah bi- binaural beats i mean i've i'm pretty sure people have made or make binaural beats for add adhd neurodivergent Probably. they make them for everything you know? or like the brown noise i mean, i realize yeah. that i'm jumping from topic to topic but <laughs> the brown noise that mm-hmm. everyone's talking about how it like can help focus mm-hmm. and soothe and adhd brain yeah yeah which maybe i should be having that on more, my head right more brown now. Noise. yeah maybe yeah. need more brown noise yeah. but i totally identify with him saying like a spiritual and physical practice because mm-hmm. i'm like figuring out the spiritual practice definitely am needing to figure out a physical yeah practice to yeah. help me move this energy through my body and i know like i'm trying to make a conscious effort to better articulate myself because through doing this podcast i know that i have a lot of ideas in my brain that i want to splat into existence and it's the like translating it from yeah mental energy into physical words right that are that's the hard part so like slowing down really thinking out i don't know but my resistance to slowing down and thinking out is that it changes the meaning of what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. It then skews it, like it. dilutes it a little. Yeah. So I think, I really just think it's my own body needing to like chill the fuck out. Because yeah. I probably drink too much coffee. You know, like <laughs> right, right, right. sensory overload all the time. Right. So a physical... Like I said earlier today, I just need, uh, maybe I'll go on a run later. And we both looked at each other like, what? <laughs> but like my body, like, yeah, like, you, like you I need, need the movement. Energy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I did the same thing the other day. I was just like feeling this pacing energy and I was realized I was just walking circles around my house. And I was like, let me just go take a walk yeah. and like maybe just go walk in the sun. And this will probably be better for me than yeah. just like. Like spiraling on whatever I'm thinking about as I'm pacing around the coffee right. table. You know what exactly. I mean? And I don't remember which podcast it was, but I heard somewhere sometime that uh, the yoga that we practice in the West that has been that has become like assimilated and westernized is actually a practice when you're looking at like the actual yogic traditions you practice the physical yoga so that you can clear your body of enough energy so that your mind can process and do the transcendental meditation and like the mm-hmm. higher yoga. Mm-hmm. So it's exactly that it's you you're and even what we talked about with Seth Lyon, like mm-hmm. when you go through a trauma or you're just like spiraling on energy, right. you <laughs> need to get it out, shake it out of shake your system, do your yoga poses, go for a run, you know, whatever in order to like, for your body to even feel safe enough to like sit and process. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. That's a thing. Physical. Physical. Physical manifestations. And see, see how much fun this is. I love right. it. TikTok <gasps> with friends. I, we TikTok with friends. Right. That's all I'm saying. We just need to TikTok <laughs> with friends more. Okay. Don't be looking at text messages. Don't get distracted. Okay. Honestly, we're just going to go scroll through them. And if they don't mean anything, cool. if they're just like random we'll sounds, maybe okay. this might be a sound, but the only lady blue, you said 
audio but that was a good yeah that's a good one okay okay Ooh, haunted mirrors yeah the savannah underground uh and this is gonna freak everyone out um every mirror on the face of the earth is haunted yes. everyone every single one the yes. biggest strongest <laughs> like, spirit a near a mirror will grab hold of it and keep all other spirits at bay it will fight for this glance into our world a portal's the same way the biggest meanest is going to stand at the guard because it wants the energy of the portal. It wants the energy of the area that the portal came from. If you remove that one, the next biggest thing or a bigger thing with no fight might be on its way. And if it's closed, it's closed. That's great. However, how closed, how secure, how tight, how, you know, uh, uh, and comes back to that wonderful phrase, I don't know. We just don't know, and we don't understand it. Sure. And for all the viewers who are now freaking out about their mirrors in their house, um, <laughs> maybe we'll make a TikTok about how to lock your mirrors. There are ways to protect yourselves. Don't go, like, smashing all your mirrors. So well, I- <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah, I'm, I know the mirrors have been used for, like, centuries as scrying tools mm-hmm. and divination tools and portals. Portals. I mean, there's like that Mary Bloody Mary thing yeah. you say in the bathroom, dude. Yeah, scared me. I didn't oh, want to do it. it. I don't think I ever did it correctly. We, I faked it. Yeah, I was like forced to. Remember when we were we did it at Nana Grandma's house? Like, yeah, we would all try and do it. I definitely yeah. faked it. I'm like, I'm not doing this. There is no chance that even if this is possibly possible, yeah, that I would. No, I'm just, we're just, that seems too, that's like toe in the line. Especially when you have an aunt who's talking about like the vampire she meets, who's lifting up her car and like the dead voices that she hears. Like, right. you know, yeah. our aunt is a medium. Right. And like, we've been into spooky things for our whole lives and like. Not trying to bring Bloody Mary into my life. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's just such an interesting Maybe I should have looked for the TikTok to close your mirrors, but. um, I do also want to just say to that like if you you are the creator of your right. reality right like if yeah. you don't want your mirrors to be a portal for anything to come through right then you just have to like not believe or not allow that to like be a thing in your reality exactly so that's as simple as that if yeah. you want to go through and like do a ritual and do the lock a lock or whatever go for it please do i mean it's going to only be stronger for the intention that you put into it that's true and you could just put an intention yeah on your mirror that nothing can get through. Mara's been having, like, I don't know if she's having bad dreams or if she's just, like, saying she has monsters in her dreams just to, like, get out of going to bed. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's been saying that a lot recently. She hears, like, scary noises or something and, like, thinks that it's a monster. So I've been like, okay, let's take our golden fingers and oh, just, nice. like, draw a golden rectangle on your bed and say, no monsters can come here. This is my bed and no monsters are welcome here. And I make a repeat after me That's and then... Good. That's about as witchy as that's you know what we've gotten, which is actually that's, like the most witchy in my life. Like I don't that I that's what I do. Right. I bring out my magic finger and I'm like, this right. cannot touch me. Right. So and I mean, it's it's 
it's the intention the intention and you can translate it into right whatever works for your life exactly you know <laughs> exactly. you know i love that okay all right oh this chick did she pop up on your for you page the chick with the cool glasses no that's such that's so vague uh her name is Yemen, Yemen Arion, Yemen, Y E M A N E A R I E O N, Yemen Arion. <laughs> These words are not meant to be spoken out loud. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Today but she's really day. cool. Great day. Shout out some her. may say some being me, Imani, Ariane, Williams. Remember me? Okay, so. Remember me? I'm really excited because we're, okay, we're making. I don't know why people start TikToks right after they've taken a bite. <laughs> right? I'm just thinking like, about Everybody that. does that. Yeah. And just like eat your food. Yeah. And then maybe start your TikTok. But I get being excited. So never mind. I do that all the time. Totally. Strides towards the Nobel Prize dream. And I thought I'd bring you an update on top of the 20 minute YouTube video I just posted. I'm excited. This is my passion. Anyway, so yesterday I was having a conversation with myself and I was like, Remember when you told me, myself, that all the books that are on my dresser, every book right here, well, I just moved them, but all of those books are all of the books that I need to do my research. So I wanted to bring on TikTok exactly what I'm doing for those of you who wanted the update. Uh, basically, what is happening is I am preparing to go into a really big trance-like meditative state with the help of psychedelics, and after that, I plan on coming out and just writing an entire paper on exactly how the fuck the world works. I'm not even kidding you. Uh, but in order to do that, I needed to expand my consciousness, meaning I needed to read books. I needed to put words in my brain to make me a better conductor so that when I go into a trance-like meditative state, uh, which I've been practicing without psychedelics, um, I am able to create sentences and form thoughts on my own, which then creates permanence because this is how we move forward and create things in our material reality. I know those are a lot of words, but what I want to tell you here is I've been following uh, the works of Stuart Edward White, and um, this is now me getting to the Betty book, where this is basically going to teach me how to go deeper into the trance, like meditative states. Most people channel beings um, in, now what I'm preparing myself to do is to essentially lessen my density, um, to have a change in specific gravity where basically I stop becoming aware of my physical state and I'm fully consciousness. And what that is, it's this um, co-operating with, with consciousness with the untangible planes of existence. And this is how I find out a lot about the universe is through, yes, reading, but it's like sometimes I don't read an entire book or anything it's just I need certain words and so I'm going to go back through uh, certain books and I've now have all of the books that will help me to uh, ingrain the, the knowledge into my brain so that when I go into this trance like meditative state I can come out of it write that paper and hopefully get in contact with some scientific people uh, some high members of the physics community um, I'm trying to get their attention because that's what's needed to literally be nominated for a physics Nobel prize uh the the school of the science school in sweden is strict but it makes sense because we are creating laws for the world anyway i'm just really excited and if you want to hear me go deeper about it i posted it on youtube it's like this 24 minute video of me being a geek 
Yeah. That is adorable. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is also what the practices are with Andy. Mm-hmm. You know, then like yeah, and not even just with Andy, but with other priestesses and people who like hold ceremony. It's mm-hmm. all about practicing raising your vibrations so that you can lose not lose contact with your physical body but like lessen release. release your hold there so that you can commune with divine consciousness mm-hmm. fuck yeah dude yeah, yeah. and create I just, the world that you want yeah and i love that she's read like she pulled out these specific books mm-hmm. so she has the content that she can fill her mind with right to grab hold of the concepts right which i feel like is what we did with outlander with yeah. the marvel series yeah. with that whole three months of us yeah. just babbling about <laughs> tv was us consuming yeah these ideas and regurgitating it out on here and then practicing them in real life totally like um the reason for greek tragedies was for catharsis and so you can feel those emotions and be able to move through Mm. those emotions and that's why the theater was made so you can be in those positions and not necessarily have to live out that storyline oh my god that is my entire dissociative existence exactly it's so you (laughs) can just step into that moment exist in the moment feel the emotions of that moment that's why i love survivor the ups and downs and the emotional roller coaster and i don't have to go there yeah do it exactly (laughs) exactly yeah yeah so it's and then we were just like consuming all of these things and then connecting these dots Mm -hmm. that would make sense in our own theories and brains and like own experiences so it's just like yeah the three months of us watching all that fucking TV is really paying off. Yeah. <laughs> and like learning those lessons that we didn't yeah. have to go through ourselves. Right. Because fuck that. We're go- like, we go through experiences in our own physical world that it's like to experience everything mm-hmm. is to experience too much. Well, and like what a gift of creation and of art of art is that you are yes. able to experience this timeline without going through the pitfalls and risks of going through a timeline. Exactly. Yeah. It's theater. It's reading a book. It's mm-hmm. poetry. It's, it's art. literally art. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck yeah, let's blow another bowl. (laughs) I think I might spark a joint. Spark that joint. This is a pineapple upside down cake. Pineapple upside down cake from Rochester Farms. Ooh. Okay. I'm just going to hop into our videos. Oh, yeah. Here's the one that I wanted to bring up hold on before we get into that yeah you have to smell this oh there's a couple smells to me i'll let you smell it first and tell me what you think it smells like it smells like tang to me it (laughs) smells like raw gingerbread dough (laughs) like more like more like homemade play-doh yeah 
I don't know. It smells like or like leftover orange peels that have been on this counter for like a day with cinnamon and baked something. I'm not getting the cinnamon. I'm getting like sugar cookie or like shitty sugar sugar cookie. Oh, no, I'm getting like fall like what is this again? Golden pineapple? Pineapple upside down cake. Pineapple. Oh. So the cake and like. I wonder. The cake is feel- making sense. And like the ba- bakedness. It's so. F- look at. <laughs> but what you're getting is pineapple. I'm getting like cinnamon I and, I wonder- and orange. I am getting like the orange and stuff. Yeah. But it's also like very baked good to me. Mm. I get baked good on that dry hit. Okay, this next one is the one that I was wanted. It's the reason why we're here. <laughs> okay, great. Dialectical thinking. I think I saw this one yesterday. Oh, yeah, one day ago. All right, this one's by Mav Magic. I want to talk to you today about dialectical thinking. Dialectical thinking is the process of being able to basically think from multiple perspectives at one time. One really important tenet of dialectical thinking is the ability to hold two seemingly opposing truths at the same time. For example, we can know that someone has hurt us in the past, but still have loving feelings for them. We can have an anxiety diagnosis, but also know that we are working towards um, reducing our anxious thoughts. We might know that we're a good person, but we also know that we might do harmful things. For me, dialectical thinking is fundamental in emotional healing because it reminds us that we're complicated human beings. This is an antidote to black and white thinking or the idea that we hold too tightly to certain rules in our life. Life is meant to be gray. And if we can understand that, we can make huge strides in our own emotional healing. Oh, totally. I feel like that's my entire life is living in like the paradox of I see both sides. I know. That's why that's what I think also. That's like part of the reason I got stuck in people pleasing for so long was it was it was because like I could understand why they would be asking that from me or like needing that from me or why they would say something that way or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. I'm here for that. Uh, Jessa Reed, that makes me think of like when Jessa Reed was talking about when the 5D downloads came in mm-hmm. a couple years ago. I think it was like at the end of 2019 or maybe in 2020. But <clears throat> that she was like, this that this is a, an example of 5D thinking is when you can like understand what's going on, but also hold compassion for whatever else is going on at the same time and like see these both sides and know that both can be true. Totally. I'm curious to hear. I, I would be curious to hear when that dial dialectical thinking like the term was coined Mm -hmm. because i would suspect it would probably be around 2019 or so yeah because this is i feel like this is such a new thing to even yeah try to hold two opposing truths and even the idea that there is more than one truth you know is i feel like a new kind of concept I mean, I I feel like these things are evidence of our own evolution also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. I don't see anything that's like, this is a new thing. that. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, us as beings on this planet 
I mean, I'm going to speak for yourself, for you, but we're <laughs> definitely contracted to having both feet in on yeah. both sides of the line in every manner <coughs> possible. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, in, yeah, that's just what that's the, that's the slide we slid into it's for you sure. Know? <laughs> like that was definitely why we're here. And like, there's an importance in holding those two things. Yeah. Because it allows for us all to have our own experience and us all right. to be correct and right in our own experience. Totally. And you get to take the wisdom of, every of both mm-hmm. and move it forward into the next generation of wisdom exactly Ooh. that's nice yeah <laughs> yeah dialectical dialectical thinking, thinking. i like it <clears throat> okay this next one kind of jumps off the same Oh, and then we'll watch a funny one. Okay. In honor of Olivia Newton-John. Oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. My my muses. She she's just joined the ranks of my spiritual team. Totally. In the sky. You totally. Know? Okay, so this one is from Doctor Ali. Y'all, we have established that I'm a psychofuturist, so I'm thinking about the future of where mental health, um, research, technology, and like interventions are going. Well, I just read this article that has gotten me really excited. This is the second time I have seen this information. Basically, that dyslexia, as we all know it, if you're a child of the 80s, dyslexia was a really big deal. There was a lot of programs for it. It was a learning disability and things like that. Well, they are finding that it actually might not be the disability that we thought it was. It actually might be what they're considering kind of like the next adaptation of human thinking. They're finding that based on some ways that the brain of people with dyslexia is wired, that they are actually better when it comes to creativity. They are better when it comes to thinking about things in really unique ways and just pushing society forward. Just in case y'all didn't believe me, here's a little bit of evidence. Dyslexic people can show strong, strong and exceptional performance across skills in a range of cognitive abilities, system skills, complex problem solving skills, content skills, process skills and technical skills. They even did a study where they compared a group of astrophysicists with dyslexia to a group of astrophysicists without it and had them all looking for black holes and whatever astrophysicists look for black holes in. And the ones with dyslexia found them more accurately than the ones that didn't have them. They even found more. So this got me thinking about how psychofuturism can play their role and how with mental health and psychology, why don't we focus more on people's skills as opposed to people's deficits? The DSM is a whole book of deficits. We don't have a lot of skills in there. Obviously, we have some skill-based psychology and some positive psychology. We even have positive neuropsychology. But why don't we emphasize it a little bit more than we emphasize the deleterious psychological things that we see in the world? Because mental health has done a lot of research, right, in the space of psychology on how what fires together, wires together. The more you think particular thoughts, the more strongly those thoughts become connected. And so why is it that we're sitting down and only focusing on the negative things that people have gone through? Are we strengthening those connections or weakening them? Because it gets me thinking about self-fulfilling prophecy and all the kids that I knew growing up that were diagnosed with dyslexia who had a negative opinion of themselves because they were told something was wrong with them. When in actuality, now we're finding... Maybe they were better than all of us. <laughs> and research like this inspires me to continue moving in the direction that I know I'm supposed to be moving in, which is focusing on the strengths, the skills, the wonderful, special, secret abilities that we all have as humans so that we can move forward. Obviously not ignoring the things that don't work, the things that hurt us, the things that don't feel good, but soothing some of those things with the things that do feel better. 
So this article had just reinforced to me the need of psychofuturism and the need of a growth-focused mindset. And there is a lot of research on that too. But I'm just saying, it's reinforcing to me that we really need to be moving in that direction more than in um, the direction of just focusing on the things that aren't going well. Oh my gosh. Heck yes. I am so on board with her. I love her so much. I have to admit, I only watched half of it before I sent it and then I <laughs> scrolled past and the ha- second half was so, so good. good. Yeah. Psychofuturism into that. I also feel like ADHD, all of these neuro divergent, divergent thing, like whatever things that are coming Diagnoses. up right now are like file those under like skills you know like we have skills like we might be different but we got skills yeah totally well adam has dyslexia and he's like talked to me about what it is like to read like there's been some children's books where he's like i cannot read this book Mm. to the kids because it changes fonts too many times and like it like messes with his not Uh even his brain it's just the way he sees it he literally can't pick it up and um He's you know, even talked about when he was a kid and just his, the letters would be backwards and upside down. Yeah. And it's and thinking about that and thinking about what she said. And then Adam is so good at figuring out how to MacGyver a, a situation. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, yeah. He sees it things in a different perspective. Right. Yeah. Which is what we've been talking about for the last year, couple of years. Exactly. We all need to bring our individual skills to the foreset, to the forefront so that we can each be our own cog in the wheel. Exactly. Which also points to how the structure of the American school system Ugh, hold on a slash like just how we raise our children mm-hmm. in general. Cause we, <laughs> well, cause I'm just thinking about like the books that are here and like there's a formula to make a children's book. Yeah. And how, like, not very often the formula changes, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's just, like, the overall understanding of a child's development is, like, all psychology flawed. Because it's viewed from one perspective, Mm -hmm. which is what this is saying. Mm -hmm. That we need to shift the perspective on not, it's not just deficits. Mm -hmm. There are positive things that come out of the normal like the outliers right a hundred percent heck yeah so yeah we have to fucking change our school system yeah gosh (laughs) because i i mean i remember going through school and i'm i'm really good at pattern recognition so i can i'm really good at faking it Mm -hmm. but when it gets down to like the test and Mm -hmm. i have to like show my cards i fail because the pattern is not the same mm-hmm. and there is like it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. so i was always bad at tests not very good you know a standardized test ate my ass i got a shit sat had to work through all of the mental barriers of like oh okay i'm a chick who wears glasses mm-hmm. and is kind of smart so i'm in the smart group but also like the dumbest of the smart ones Mm -hmm. but i'm also sat like savvy like i'm not stupid by any means Mm -hmm. i'm i view the world differently than anybody else does right and going through the school system 
and trying to do spelling tests and just truly not figuring out how spelling works because you're just told the thing and then there's no rhyme or reason why any of these letters go together right and it makes no (laughs) sense and then you're just yelled at for not knowing how to say a word right you know like it just the whole thing just doesn't make sense right so we need to just shift everything yeah we sure do (laughs) (laughs) i agree Uh, i agree it's coming oh it's 222 hell yeah and then of course uh like the lockdowns showed so many inadequacies in Mm -hmm. the education system yes and you know, like so many things that crumbled in 2020, I firmly believe the education system is, as it stands, is on its way out yeah. or at least in for a major revolution. Yes. And it's already happening. I yeah. mean, like, as we get, as we prepare to go out on the road with our RV, right there, I've been looking and, and not even looking, but just absorbing when other um, RV families are talking about road schooling School, and yeah. stuff. And there's so so many opportunities like you can get a temporary library card at any library and Hmm. it's like a two-week library card so you can just like get what you need for your lesson and then bring it back and then go to the next place and you know like there's all of these uh resources online and then as things like tiktok grow there's you know resources there of course you need to you know take things with a grain of salt on tiktok you make sure you're listening to an expert or whatever you know move from tiktok to their actual thing and like vet them yeah in in yeah a real form but But the connection between like knowledge slash wisdom and a person who is interested in that knowledge slash wisdom Mm -hmm. is like very short like it's very easy and accessible to get right to learn and experience the things that you want to learn and experience right which is super cool like we don't need the school system anymore especially when you think that it is really just a whole uh like cycle just turning kids into corporate Workers. worker bees yeah and at this point in the future where we are you don't need to learn how to spell i literally no. type talk to text the words i don't spell right like, i don't know how because <laughs> you know or it like like auto changes right so correct yeah like calculators and spelling like are important but yeah. it's you know like use the if tools yeah if use you're the not tools. into it don't make yourself be a spelling bee champion <sighs> if you don't care right exactly if the words are backwards to you <laughs> right and i think i i am undiagnosed slightly dyslexic because that i have that experience where i'm looking at things especially numbers mm-hmm. that switch around that's all it's whole own yeah. diagnosis is mm-hmm. it like a number dyslexia i can't remember what the word is but there's a word for it I feel like I'm no never mind I was gonna say I need to go get checked out never mind I already know what's wrong with me or right, not, not not wrong you know like I I already know I'm experiencing the things that I'm experiencing and whether or not a doctor calls it dyslexia yeah I don't have anything that a doctor can help me with right right no judgment to you know <laughs> I'm like I can figure it out yeah yeah, for sure. I have like so okay. I had a Scooby that stuck to my tongue and I could not get it off and the I just got it. Worst. The worst. Okay. Oh my god. Let's listen to this one. This one is that one that Ashley sent to me. Oh my gosh. The, Hank this guy Green. is so interesting. Hank Green one. Sometimes I sometimes I pass him 
up just because I... He's not every time, but yeah. when you get on a topic that you're interested in, he's really fun to like right. explore with because yeah. he really kind of like takes it he in does. a weird spot and then brings it all back he together. Does. Uh, yeah, hankering. So get this. Brea is the Spanish word for tar. So the La Brea tar pits is the the tartar pits. Amateur stuff. Have you heard about the brown bear? Yeah, I mean... A- I've heard of brown bears. The brown bear, Ursus arctus. Brown meaning brown, and bear meaning brown animal. Bear can't mean brown animal. There's other brown, like most animals are brown. People who spoke Old English used to say the name, but then they stopped because they were afraid that saying the name of the thing would make it appear, and they were terrified of bears. So they didn't say it. Instead, they called it the brown one. You made that up, right? Like, we we didn't forget what bears were called because we were afraid of them. No, we forgot what bears were called because we were afraid of them, but it is still in the original name, Ursus Arctus. Those are the root of the bear name that we had that we don't know what the Old English version of that bear name would be. Are you super sleepy right now? Your eyes are barely open. I'm exhausted. It's been a week and it's Wednesday. So Ursus Arctus, Ursus, I've heard that. Arctus though, that's like Arctic? Like where the bears are. So like up where the bears are. Because there are no Antarctic bears. Is that what you're saying? There's no bears on Antarctica, and Antarctica means without bears. Yeah, yeah. Why are you talking like that? Because that's not why it's called Antarctica. The Arctic is named the Arctic, not because it's where the Arctoses are, but because it's where the Ursa Major is, the constellation in the sky. It's the sky bear, not the real bears on the ground. You're telling me that brown bear means brown, brown animal, and that the Arctic is named after bears, but not the bears who live there, the bears in the sky? And you thought you could come at me with the, the tartar pits. (laughs) Amateur. Literally my brain. <laughs> right. This is literally my brain. Right. <sighs> that isn't that crazy. Is interesting. I just want to go I want to superimpose that idea onto the fucking what's it called that Sam Tripoli had a podcast on the uh fuck Scandinavian Box Saga. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> that is a Box whole nother saga. conversation. <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation for people who know about it. I'm curious <laughs> to see if they would come on our pod. I'm sure. Yeah. I feel like they would. Because who else wants who? to talk about the Box Saga? Exactly. But us. But us. And Sam Tripoli. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> I don't know if I ever actually finished that episode because it kept going in a million different directions, and yeah. I have no idea the. Well, I don't remember either. But I, yeah, it was okay. So what? Let should we put some context to it? What is Box Saga? I can't even really explain I it fully. I think that you all listening or watching on YouTube need to just pause or whatever and <laughs> Google it yourselves. B O C H saga like star wars saga i think it's basically like a family who was in charge of scandinavia and that's about it all i got but it was like a it's actually no the timeline was really confusing to me too well yeah i mean the whole (laughs) thing is confusing the whole thing is i mean it reads just like a history of a multiverse right you know it's like 
could be during Atlantis time, could be post Ice Age, pre during Ice Age. But then they were also talking about the 1800s. They were also talking about the 1800s and also the Egypt. Like they they tied it into a bunch of different things. Yeah. So I am not. I can't speak on it right now. That's why everybody needs to. Switch <laughs> it. I mean, roots of creation. I think I can call out who we're talking about. That might be helpful. There you go. I did watch their uh, friggin' YouTube because I was one, interested. One thing that they brought up was how like a lot of what they're talking about is like creation story yeah. of the Scandinavian countries kind of an idea. Like right. how that place got populated and where it got its wisdom from. Right. 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 In that a very, was, yeah. very general kind of explanation. Yeah. But then they were the connecting it. They were saying like they can verify the stories because the alphabet matches Right. The stories and if it does the alphabet is is the alphabet right like it's yeah it the alphabet itself the way that it is arranged arranged tells a story yeah <sighs> yeah okay y'all just have to freaking trust so us and Sam look it Tripoli. up yourself so the group is called roots of creation if you just google roots of creation on youtube It'll pop up with this like tree little thing. And they have like two episodes of their podcast, but they talk about it. It's really quite interesting if you're into this like galactic history. It like ties in galactic history without the aliens. Yeah. It like kind of gives the creatures on Earth a story in how they populated the planet. Without it being too, like, Star Wars galactic universe. Totally. I don't know. It's a Slash, whole... like, ties in with Norse mythology. Yeah. And all that, too. It's a, it's a whole rabbit hole all on its own. So, Roots of Creation. Or you can listen to a Sam Tripoli episode. Number 589. 589. It's called The Box Saga, blah, 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 blah. Which... Although I think he misspelled it, which it doesn't. Oh, maybe it me. is B O C K. I I was guessing. Oh, I didn't. I thought maybe you had seen it on the YouTube. Channel I was or trying something. to look for it. I, why? After I just confessed my spelling <laughs> insecurities, did I try to spell? <laughs> That's hilarious. And I got it wrong. You got it wrong. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's the story. The, see, so there good. you go, right there. There you go. Uh, five. What did you say? Five eighty nine. Five eighty nine. Sam Tripoli. Five eighty nine. The box saga <sighs> with these people. The roots of creation. But yeah, our words are crazy. Yeah, our, our words, words are come crazy. from crazy things. Yeah. Well, and I love <clears throat> the way that people like the water priestess play with mm-hmm. how words sound like and cur- her spelling yeah like currency yeah is current c and S-E-A. she sees sea and she sees the energetics of water move as the energetics of money, money. and liquid and liquid assets liquid assets and, and- yeah, I think that that's super interesting. I've watched a couple videos that like ex- that go into like Masonic meanings behind common English phrases and stuff like that. And I mean, it all kind of tracks, and it's all interesting. It's just, it's at the just very, interesting. at the very least, it is interesting just right. to like learn about the entomology of 
Right. Words. Like totally. why we say shit. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Here's another glimpse into our brains. <laughs> um this is also one that Ashleen sent me. It blows my mind that most people do not spend the majority of their time psychoanalyzing themselves into pieces. I live in a constant state of mind-ripping self-reflection. This is not a choice. I'm not saying that other people should be this way. I would kill not to be this way. This is a compulsion, a state of being. I can't help myself. Most people just go about their fucking day. They just experience the world around them. They take it in. And they, they live, they laugh, they love. All right? Not me, dude. I've zoomed in so far on the image of my psyche that the only thing I can see is pixels. I live as an abstraction. I don't just have thoughts. I have thoughts about the thoughts about the thoughts that I have. I stopped being a person years ago. I'm just a tornado of clashing concepts and ideas. And there's no going back. I can never go back. This. No. Yeah. <laughs> Just reflections on reflections yeah. on reflections, man. Yep. So good. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is a fun. This is a fun one. From beep, beep, jeep. Confirm <laughs> <laughs> whether the oh, phrase yeah. skedaddle came from someone saying, let's get out of here. So a lot of our words are actually contractions words. of longer phrases. For instance, goodbye is a contraction of God be with you. I had no, no idea. idea about goodbye. Yeah, no idea. My favorite is the word ampersand. It was originally an ET ligature. ET together means and in Latin. And that ligature was sometimes part of the alphabet. It would come after Z. And so when saying the alphabet, you would say X, Y, Z, and per se, meaning and on its own, and per se, and. Over time, and per se, and became ampersand. Crazy. Fascinating. I love me an ampersand. Right. I know. I do, too. That's so fun. I do. I've made up, like, my own grammatical rules in my head about where is appropriate and inappropriate to use an ampersand. Totally. I had to I let it bleed into our, our document. I had We had to erase some of my ampersand. That's okay. It is okay. There's like this chick, Ta- Tanny. Oh, yeah. She, she was, always comes with like the cool. My mummies have ar- been unearthed. Yeah. yeah archaeology news. Totally. Let's see what this one is. Stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. Fairy world oh, cool. artifacts <laughs> have just been undug in China. These artifacts date back to the Bronze Age um, and they were burned to commune with another realm or so we hypothesize. Archaeologists are currently uh, excavating in China in Sanzuingdui. Jade, bronze and gold statues and sculptures have been found within this archaeological dig. Uh, One had a snake body and a human head and a lot of them were fairies. The statues are said to be extremely complex and imaginative. At this point in ancient Chinese history, people believed in a fairy realm. And Zhao Ho, the associate professor at Peking University and the excavation leader for this dig, has stated that this just shows and demonstrates the diversity and richness of the Chinese culture throughout history. 
Now, we're not talking about just a couple of fairy statues. We're talking about 13,000 artifacts. Some of the artifacts have been shown to be deliberately broken, meaning that they were likely sacrificed in a ritual. These items were extremely valuable, made of bronze and jade and gold, as I previously mentioned. So breaking something of that worth uh, shows that it would have been a very important ritual. The excavations are still taking place and uh, one of the archaeologists has said the following. We will know more when we have a complete sense of the objects within the new pits that have been found. They will know more when their processes of disposal are worked out and the relationships between the different objects are worked out as well. I'm personally excited uh, for photos to be taken of these objects because I cannot wait to see what an ancient Bronze Age fairy depiction looked like. And again, I'll keep you updated as soon as the update is available. Just tap that one. I there's an update. I yeah. wonder if we can find what Chinese fairies look like. I wonder if she has an update. What was her name again? Do you remember? Tanny Burlow. Okay, here's the article. Doo -doo -doo. Ooh. Whoa, interesting. Kind of goblin-y. Looks like Green Goblin oh, from Spider-Man. This bronze oh. mass was found in the site in the 80s. Recently, many more finds have been unearthed from a series of pits. Okay, wait. Still what a Chinese fairy looks like. Right? <laughs> Interesting. It is interesting. Fend found a good end on a curious note. Love it. <laughs> Video. The, like, zoom in. Have you, do you get those ones on your For You page? I they, like, know. zoom in to, like, Google Maps and find oh. some, like, weird shit. <laughs> I think I've seen a couple of them. All right. This one is Only Dive. Only Dive. Like, Dive. <laughs> so there's there's this video that I saw on TikTok where this guy zooms in on this like little uninhabited island in Australia and there's like these fucking like chairs. There's like all these chairs in like this little room. So I'll show you guys. Then I click here. Look at this. Whoa. This is not a mod. This is not a hack. This is legitimately found on Google Maps. No. What the fuck? So. I'm like, yo, I gotta, I gotta what go on Google Maps and check this out. So I'll show you what I found on there. When I zoomed in to try to, to try to find the chairs or whatever, I found this shit right here. What the fuck is going on here? No, what is this island? No way. It's like a ritual with a bishop and fire. No. Whoa. You can never believe anything you speak, see on TikTok. Seriously. But And those looked kinda like weird pictures instead of I know. Like Google images. But the first Oh, I think it was like a, I think it was like a photo share on Google. Why would anybody Hmm. Hmm. This could definitely be debunkable. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> because so the chairs was like literally like several concentric circles of chairs of like white yeah yard chairs there will be a video oh yeah okay 
I don't know. Weird. I don't know. Weird. But yes, I have seen other ones that I kind of like the freaking door on Mars. Like I've seen other ones yeah. where I'm like, that looks suspiciously real. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have a good, I, we never went back to the funny one. Okay. Uh, this will be the end. Okay. okay. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for watching our for you page, curated <laughs> by me. <laughs> for me page. Okay. This is um at T T T Getty. I you'll just see it on the video. Or whatever. <laughs> I think Danny Zuko experiences a total break with reality when he sees hot Sandy at the fair for the first time. <laughs> His expression of his primal urges is so extreme, it almost reads as grief. Sandy? Tell me about it, Not too worried about this yet. A little out of it, but nothing, nothing too menacing. I got chills. I'm worried about this. I got that. I have to worry when I see this. Taking off his clothes. A little manic, but not the end of the world. Oh, look at this. Look at him go down. Look at, look at how he sees. Look at how he views the cigarette. Something that was once so familiar to him. Now he can't quite place. Zuko doesn't know where he is right here. Feeling his own body. Look at that. He is in a fugue state. Look at that grin. Now he can make it to the stairs, but he can't get up the stairs. Like, not the similar from someone experiencing extreme grief. That's not wordy. That is not Look at those eyes! No! Look at those eyes! Look at the Call the EMTs! Now here's where I think it completely breaks from reality. He makes a sound that they, it was so bad that they cut this sound from the soundtrack. I think this is his soul leaving his body. Let's... <laughs> Not good. Let's hear that again a couple more times. That is a howler monkey warning others. I don't think Zuko ever comes back when he drops out of the plane. They have to see the eye the rest of the film. Oh my god. That was really funny. <laughs> I love that I one. I completely agree and have had similar thoughts. Like, why is he making... The, is that what love looks like? Right. Is that what, like... Is that what I'm supposed lust to... Lust looks like? Yeah. Is that the the, re- are, the are, code I get off the guy right. to know that he's into me? Is right. that he has to... These, like, crazy foil? eyes? Yeah. Wow. Right? That's hilarious. <laughs> right? I know. I was laughing to myself in the morning when I was watching it. I was like, this is so good. This My is so good. I know. Hurt. That's a good ending. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. See you next time. See you next time. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. <laughs>
DM me. Be my friend. Wee. Bye.